This episode, like every episode of Off the Rack, was recorded before a live audience at Comic Pop on YouTube. Join the conversation by subscribing to youtube.com slash comic pop or comic pop returns on YouTube. And now, on with the show. Hello, comic book readers, and welcome to Off the Rack. I'm Sal. And I'm Tiffany. This is a comic book review show where we take the books from the past week and we recap them, we review them, we tell you what we thought about them, and then recommend comics that are coming out this week that we think you should buy. We also want to mention the show is sponsored by viewers that are watching this show live right now. Uh, you can sponsor today's show and keep all the riffraff out of the uh, proceedings by uh, using the super chats and ask a question or comment here on the program. We'll read it here. Then you're part of the show forever. So it's actually like a twofold thing. Not only do you get to keep uh, all the all, all that riffraff corp- corporate stuff out of the show, but you also get to be part of the show itself. Uh, it's like you're the third host of the show. Why the hell not, right? At least for a few seconds. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, uh, I'm excited. We're going to be talking about a few books that came out this past week. And then uh, we're going to recommend some books. That's what the show is. That's <laughs> what like, we're doing. And then the show will be over. And then the show will be over. And then you can watch it again or you can share it with your friends or whatever you want to do. Yeah. Uh, I will mention that that we here on comic pop returns is a supplemental channel or rather a secondary channel that's growing into its own channel and slowly but surely just like comic pop was uh from comic pop the youtube channel that uh, started it all with our show back issues and our uh youtube shorts which we are uh putting out you may have noticed a uh a rollout of one short which is a clip from elseworlds exchange or other podcast here on this channel uh that came out on this channel maybe maybe that'll work out we'll see uh but if you didn't notice it you didn't miss anything or because you didn't because you watched the elseworlds exchange episode from which it was sprung uh i also want to mention that this channel is quickly reaching 100 episodes or 100 100 videos oh that we have released on this channel that's great i know i know i was just uh putting together the uploads because we have a we have a playlist from this channel that goes over onto youtube.com slash comic pop and uh so nobody misses a thing uh even if they don't subscribe which they absolutely should because i think only 17 percent of you are but if you aren't already you should subscribe and hit notifications uh because you will be notified on the two or three times ever of the week this channel here actually updates but mm-hmm. uh, uh if you if you didn't uh if you see it over there uh there's like 96 episodes of that playlist so we're getting close to 100 that's exciting videos on this channel which i don't know if it means anything but you know Means something to us. Means something guess. to us. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So let's uh let's jump into some books uh, that we enjoyed or we want to talk about. Uh, f- there's one that you lamented not being able to chance to read. I did, but so I'll talk about it. Do it anyway. Do it up. It's written by Rainbow Rowell with art by Roger Antonio, and that's She Hulk number three. Uh, this is a book that I have been waiting for since they kind of changed her up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm happy to say like, yay, she Hulk's back. Jen Walters is back. Um, and look at that weird throwback top left thing. Um, <laughs> that this cover kind of encapsulates what the art style of this book really is, which is it's, it's, it's not breaking any rules. It's not doing anything terribly new, but it is presenting it in a very interesting style. The style seems to suggest a kind of almost like talky non-action romance kind of book this is jen bartell yes the cover yes like, the, well the, and can... and the cover reflects the oh interiors. i know i know i'm just saying like i'm like i recognize that style oh yeah gorgeous <laughs> cover and gorgeous interiors also uh and it's it's interesting that this book is doing what it is doing uh what is she hulk doing well it's re-establishing who she hulk is just in time for a tv show for some synergy but uh, also re-establishing like what she means to the marvel universe obviously you know just from 
when you look at like George Perez or or or, or other uh, titans in the industry's drawings of She-Hulk, you think Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. I think she is the Wonder Woman of the of the Marvel universe, but in a in a in a distinctly Marvel way. You know, like Wonder Woman is powerful and strong and uh, iconic, and She-Hulk is also powerful and strong, but she's also her greatest stories are not about her feats of strength or about any anything that she's like accomplished as a warrior, but rather uh, she's witty and she's charming and she's human. Mm-hmm. You know, she's and and it, it, it's so much more than just the sum of its parts. Right. Uh, this is, of course, also a retcon book that's introducing or reintroducing Jack of Hearts into the Marvel Universe and does a really, really great job of like setting you into that universe of like, lesser avengers let's say uh but also being like you don't know who jack of hearts is we get it and like if you do you probably want to know where he's been and so there's a mystery afoot mm-hmm. and we'll figure that out together but it's a lot of talking and uh it's not like snappy bendis kind of dialogue it's not trying to like say something you know i remember right. thinking about like the electra series from bendis and how horrible it was and how like it was just the worst qualities of bendis put on display because it's electra you want to watch her like do ninja shit and then mm-hmm. you watch her like sit in a cafe talking for like 18 panels and they say literally like maybe one sentence worth of actual information that's not what this is <laughs> i really like that phrase do ninja shit yeah you know like flip stab hide <laughs> but uh th- this book is just it's it's people talking and uh and advancing the plot such that it is it's, it's a tv show this is basically like its own kind of show well i can't wait to see jack of hearts on disney plus right yeah i don't know what the uh, what the <laughs> impetus is behind bringing jack of hearts back mm-hmm. but uh we'll see he's fun okay but he and and sympathetic and maybe there's an implication that like the way the, the, the jack of hearts you knew uh maybe there's something you never knew about good old jack so you know, I, I recommend the book. I think it's a, I think it's a good read. I think it's a fun introduction to these characters, and mm-hmm. I think that uh, it's also distinctly Marvel. You know, you're watching like a giant green Amazonian, so to speak, right. uh, do legal shit and like talk about her apartment. You know, uh, Brian Rowland says uh, so. Beast has finally gone to full supervillain right now. Thank you for your great videos and live shows every week. Well, thanks, Brian. Uh, what what issue does that happen? I'm happening? like so done with these. I think everybody is, and like, I think it's I'm like just done. It's about time so, we just say he's Dark Beast. Yeah. So here's the thing. <laughs> uh, X Force number twenty seven and X Force Annual came out this week. I chose to read X Force number twenty seven and not the Annual. I mm, do believe you saved some money. I, <laughs> I do believe that. I'm not saying that the Annual isn't important. I do think that it is. Uh, I think it's like a one and done mm-hmm. from like the summary of it. Okay. Um, not that like. Because, like, here's the thing, like, other annuals do kind of sometimes lead into other things. But yeah. this one I read because I was kind of like, all right, they promised, like, in, in terms of 27, like, what what happened to Omega Red? So, like, we kind of dealt with Oh, like, from that. the ex-lives and deaths of Wolverine. Yeah, 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 yeah. But let's talk about Beast really quickly because, yeah, no, he's, like, just a dick. Like, yeah. He's just a full-on dick. Um, But more importantly... <laughs> he basically okay so with omega red sage is what like like they're trying to figure out what to do with him right because it's like right do we throw him into hell with a right, saber tooth do, do we resurrect him and then do that right oh that's right he died yeah yeah or or what right yeah and do we give him adamantium or maybe like, tell him we did and essentially have beast is like he doesn't deserve a trial he's a villain and that's it just get rid of him like he goes to the quiet council and is just like yeah i mean i, I he tried to assassinate professor x i think that warrants a special set of circumstances i mean i feel like you look around the the quiet council who hasn't <laughs> yeah but this was you you broke you you threatened the time stream 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and the he leader did, of but our like, you know, Admittedly, he was under the influence of Mikhail. Right. So, like, there's a lot of, like, factors, right? But mm-hmm. it's just like, nah, we don't care about those factors. Those factors are garbage. Those X factors are trash. Oh, there's um, that book. But then instead, um, what is, well, X factors. I think that was, yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, that didn't make, yeah. Uh, but Sage shows up and is like, listen, no, I think we should resurrect him give him all of his memories oh great yeah why and then we can use him as like a weapon we can we can help him and and whatever what like, a terrible that's her what plan a terrible and they're suggestion. like okay no and on top of it colossus is like that's a great idea why would colossus think that because don't forget he's the also, russian he's also he's like under the influence of mikhail oh right he killed that girl mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah i forgot about that yeah so like he's like this is a good idea duh that should be an indication to every anyone who cares on that council that things are afoot. No, he's like, he's like, no, I need more. We need more Russian mutants. I don't think it'll help. Help what? It's like, you know, peacetime talks between them and Russia. Oh, sure. Um, so, so when beast like basically is outvoted, he leaves and goes to like Mars for a little bit to go talk to Abigail brand because he's just like, they, they don't know. They don't get it. They don't believe me. Bingo. Oh my God. And Like he's like, she's like, did you come here? Because like, you needed to talk to someone who like gets you. Right. And then he's they, like, no, I need somebody on Orcus because okay, I'm joining Orcus now. So let's just let's just talk about what actually happens. Like they have a conversation. We haven't seen each other in a while. Obviously, these two have dated. Um, he's missing an eye. Beast. Yeah. Okay. Right. And Surprised so he didn't kill himself to get it fixed. She's like, she's like, can I, can I put my finger in it? And so like he opens up the eye hole and she does that. Okay. And that's the number one thing Tiffany took away from this issue. Yeah. Was what is happening in X Men right now? Because that's fucking weird. Yeah. And it's like, is that their character or is that just Ben Percy being yeah. like, yeah? I don't know because here's there's like a lot of things that happen in this. Sorry, you. There's a lot of things that happen in this book, but that's the thing that I'm like. Um, what the hell's happening? I mean, maybe that's I mean that's a writer t- tick to kind of be like maybe things are friggin' just, weird. Listen, right maybe now. that's their kink. I don't want to shame them. I feel like I'm not here to shame I them. Like, I feel like dating a furry guy is the kink. But I okay. am. I am like looking at it though, so I don't know. Um, the the key though is at Forge dies. By the way, too. Oh no, he's he's just gonna come back. Right. So I don't care. <laughs> no, but you should because oh. the reason that you should care is because like Professor X, like when when they did Ten Lives of wolverine he like hooked all of the cerebros together basically and then put it on wolverine and then wolverine became omega red for a little bit so like now presumably part of omega red has infiltrated has, has imprinted on wolverine. onto the cerebro oh, unit what and it's like it's like the matrix has got tentacles and it's killed for that's terrible that sucks when is it so who's gonna mercy so, kill like, this book that was like for me like i was like there was like a couple moments where i was like oh this is interesting and like then too many it's death by a thousand cuts there's just so many freaking weird it is i mean like it is x-force so they're supposed to be like high action and like fighting and stuff like that but there is something to me about like the like cold war-esque plot that they could have going on here with mikhail and and colossus but like this clearly isn't the title for that to be explored because that's not what you expect from necessarily an x-force book no right i don't know that's a shame yeah well at least it's not your favorite book. That's true. <laughs> Young Goku or 9000 getting back to the gym. Got to catch the rewatch. Up, oh, got our first Jimmer. Hey! I've never read 90s X-Men, but Marauders felt like 90s X-Men. Am I right? Do you get the feeling Daredevil was never designed for an epic type thing that it got? Cappy for Fisk. We- yeah, we'll talk about that in a little bit. But yes. uh, I, I, uh, I have my own thoughts about that. And I'm happy to share them 
as I am wont to do. Uh, Chase Wellings just met Jordan Gordon, Sean Gordon Murphy for the White Knight signing. Nice guy. He's a nice guy. Yeah. It's nice to he's he's a he's he's a fun conversation. Um, Anarchic Arachnid, hey you two, hope you've been well. What did you think of Spider Punk? Personally, it was meh on how wordy it was, but solid opening. I didn't read it. I don't care about Spider Punk. Mm-hmm. Not interested in variants on Spider Man. I just like the one. And even then, uh, for some reason, people uh, are interested in only writing really bad versions of him. Cat Lawyer will defend for treats. I saw that eight twenty four multiverse movie and kept thinking how multiverse is just an everyday word now. Kid me explaining multiverses to friends was traumatic. I remember uh, multiverses being like a joke. I remember like the multiverse being ubiquitous in mainstream big two comic books and then someone saying uh you know me having that in my in my lexicon mentioning of multiverses Mm -hmm. and anyone who knew anything about science was like multiverses are silly and stupid and no one in the scientific community takes them seriously at all like at all like that is that is pure comic book garbage Mm -hmm. no one in the scientific community validates the multiverse at all and it's like the the insistence from my scientific friends this is pre-ethan or pe uh (laughs) was uh they they were like you need to stop talking about them like it it makes you look stupid that's that's that was the prevailing opinion of multiverses like going back about 10 15 years ago Mm -hmm. maybe more 20 years ago who knows but like it was it was embarrassing to discuss them and now and maybe it's because they're so stupid and so obvious mm-hmm. and that's why everyone loves them because they're like i get that i make a bad decision i'm go over here if i make a good decision i'm over here and i'm all and, and that way like you know my my decisions matter or don't depending on what like way i'm looking at it but uh i think that's interesting that like multiverses were a thing that like nobody talked about for a little while except yeah. in comics and now it's like a shorthand for uh do-overs and explanations for i guess movies? i mean like i think yes for there i i think for people just in general it's a fun thought exercise in creativity sure at times so like i think so in comics certainly it can be yeah and and in movies but i apparently. think it can be also like just now it's a crutch yes because now that it's like normalized i don't think it's a crutch i think it's a I marketing think... ploy well yeah. i think it's a way to cash in on nostalgia you know, it's like people didn't understand what a multiverse was, so we could never put Michael Keaton into a Flash movie. But since the t- titular actor in the Flash movie is now toxic AF and we have to get rid of him, the back door to this will be Michael Keaton Batman. And now that people get multiverses, I can do that. Do they get them? They get them in as much as they can say it without like pooping them pa- their pants, apparently. <laughs> But uh, Ray Farr, hi, Sal and Tiff. Hey, Ray. I hey. asked Tiffany on this on Twitch, but I was wondering what Sal's opinions are about the Marvel DC apps. Uh, thank you for the content. Thanks, man. I actually have never bought into the apps because I had Comixology. Well, what I said was when we were talking about that um, was that it really, I guess it depends on if you know for a fact, because I don't really know the cost and like what's available to you on those apps when you pay for that subscription. But mm-hmm. like, if you're like, if you know yourself, right? And you're like, I'm basically a DC reader. Right. right. Like if you're just like, I yeah, really, I can... really like this universe. And like, then it's, a, it's a pretty easy commitment for you. Right. To go like, okay, I'm, I'm just going to go that route. Right. Yeah. And then occasionally, like, again, if you, you, a lot of people use the apps, probably don't have access to a little comic book store or like maybe don't have the space to store yes. physical copies of things. But you know that like at the end of the day, like, Oh, if you like wanted to read a special event that was going on at another company, yeah. whether it be like Marvel or image or boom or somebody like that. Right. Mm-hmm. You could go and grab it on comic Totally. But like, if you're a person like me, who's just all over the map, yeah, like it makes more sense 
even if Comixology isn't at its prime right now, to, to stick still with get that. Them. Yeah. yeah. Well, it is one-stop shopping. It's just easier. It always be, will be easier. Yeah. And, no. and technically, you have like a you have a download option for Comixology, so you don't like you're not rent. You know, people talk about renting books. It's like mm-hmm. no, no. But with those apps, you are 100% renting those books. Yeah. I, mean, I still feel like with Comixology, I am. Which, like, I try not to think about too much. No, you can't. Jeez, I can't let myself do that. No. But you can download them. <laughs> you could download a version and put it on your laptop or your iPad, and it'll can be there I? forever. Yeah. I've never done that. Yeah, yeah, I've done it. I did it back when uh, when when Amazon first uh, acquired Comixology. I downloaded probably a 1,000 comic books. And then, uh, then, then it turns out they kept it going, and, uh, you know, so that was that. <laughs> I stopped doing it. But, yeah. Uh, what else we got? Um, I read Moon Knight. Yes, you did. I sure I have no doubt that you read Moon Knight. How'd you I, like it? I liked it. It was Jed McKay with art by uh, Alessandro Capuccio. Um, usual team. Yep, usual team looks great. Um, I really dug this this issue. Honestly, I, yeah, I, it was it was. Um, listen, it's Moon Knight, right? Like it's it's fun. It's you know it, it's purposefully written like. <laughs> to feel cool but also like kind of silly in a way like not really right, like have fun with it yeah but what's the matter oh just trying to... <laughs> okay <laughs> um but um i like that all right so throughout this there's been like a throughout this run on moon Knight by jed mckay um there's been this like through line of him coming to see a therapist yes right who was also a vampire no okay She's just a therapist. Oh, okay. I thought she was also a vampire. <laughs> no, the other girl's a, a vampire. Oh, okay. Um, but um, you know, and he's run into this guy named Zodiac, right? It's like, oh, this is gonna be the big bad, right? But we yeah. haven't touched base on him for like a little bit, like directly. Yeah. Um, because you know, we did a little bit with Devil's Reign, and then, right. you know, we got the new mission that's like a haunted house, basically. Mm-hmm. But like mm-hmm. we're kind of getting back to it, right? Okay. And whenever Moon Knight goes to see the therapist, he goes in his Mr. Knight garb. Yes. Right? Which is like dope. Yeah. Not this time. Oh no. He comes as Moon Knight. Oh. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. And like it's completely done on purpose. And I really that's why I like the visual storytelling in this book. I mean, I like the story itself as well, but like just smart. Yeah. It's like like noted by the therapist. Like, this is different. He's mm-hmm. like, yeah. but uh they had teased in a couple of uh issues back um the release of rutherford winner um who i think is a mckay creation um Mm. from back not in moon knight right some other um i think i i can't remember in what um and that 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 was gonna be a problem because he's a killer and he's not good right oh no so we get this like back and forth story between like hit Moon Knight talking to the therapist and Moon Knight having a fight with yeah. Winter because Winter comes to I always want to say Winter but I'm ninety nine percent sure it's Winter. It's winter. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. But my brain's like Winter, right? Because I don't know, like Winter. Because Winter is coming. Yeah, Winter. Yeah, um, Winter just wants to know where his therapist is, mm. which is this lady. Yeah, and he's like, I want to talk to her. I need help. And like the therapist, is like there is no help for him, and blah blah blah, like. So, like, it's a really, like, strained conversation between Moon Knight and the therapist. Yeah. And, like, inevitably, Moon Knight, you know, gives it up that he's like, okay, like, enough. (laughs) Enough is enough. Uh Like, so essentially, he goes, like, he's just sitting there. And, like, this for me was, like, the baller panel. It's, like, such a, a simple panel, but he's just sitting there and he just goes, if she's dead, I'm going to hurt you beyond comprehension. <laughs> he just gives it up. He's just like, you're not my therapist. Right. That's why I'm dressed as Moon Knight. Because I'm actually going to kick your yeah, ass. Yeah, I'm going to kick your ass. Where is she? Okay. Because like, here's the thing. If she's alive, 
then I'm either going to let you go or I'm going to kill you. Right. Right. But if she's not and like she's dead, I'm going to, you're going to stay alive and I'm going to hurt you. Right. Until you like, until, until you, you die. die. Like for the rest of your life. Right. Okay. Um, so what it was is basically winter realized that it was like the ther- something had happened to the therapist blame moon Knight. turns out it wasn't moon Knight. Mm. um zodiac is behind all of this but who's taking the place of his therapist it's wax man um okay <laughs> um so well waxman 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 there's no hyphen. there's no hyphen or space yeah yeah waxman waxman um my brain made wax man though, i think it's wax man he's like because he like looks like a wax face. man yeah. yeah he looks like clay face right he's not clayface but like he can't he this guy can't die when it's gonna like threatens he like is able to utilize um a grenade to freeze him and then he puts him into like this perfect sphere that they welded so that all the seams are perfectly shut and he's just like i can just live in here forever man doesn't matter i don't okay. just eat or like dr- like you know sleep or anything like that i'll just wait until eventually you slip up and i'll get out Moon it's like, okay, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm actually you're in the like a construction site of oh, a building <laughs> and I'm gonna cover you in concrete and inevitably like and I'll just leave you here. I don't care. Right, because like, one day I'll die. Yeah, and, and it, who cares? But like honestly, like the madness will get to you and like, you know, yeah. Like how long will it take for the screams to start? <laughs> and then he's like, Okay, I'll just tell you where he is then. That's fine. Okay. And then Moon Knight does it. But anyway. <laughs> What so, I guess. And like the winner, uh, winner, winner has joined the team. So it's Tigra, Soldier, and and Winner. Um, but that vampire chick Reese is not there because he knew she couldn't handle him doing that. Mm. So like he's a hunt now to find his therapist and get Zodiac. So cool. It was just fun, but again, like that, like you can feel that, like all right, something's wrong. McKay doesn't show his hand too soon mm. in this. You know what I mean? Like you, you know, something's up. Yeah um but like initially because i knew zodiac had gone to see the therapist at one point uh, so it was like either she was under his like thumb yeah or, or he was gonna take her yeah so, so I, I either one could still happen yeah but i really enjoy well no she's definitely t- been taken okay but like i just love that like that's how it unfolds and nice. I, I thought mckay did a nice job and continues just Moon Knight just doing things. his own thing. Oh yeah, no, for sure. Moon Knight, <laughs> uh, Jen remembers shit. Um, that should be. I'm telling you, it's the name of his podcast. I know. Um, but Moon Knight's really just doing his own thing and walking his own line. And like, what I appreciate about Moon Knight is typically Moon Knight is the type of character who can do that. Yeah, he's the kind of book that if like you are a writer who doesn't want to play with all these characters like coming in and out or like, oh my gosh, how could they be doing this? They're supposed to be doing that. Like right. Moon Knight's probably your guy for the most part, except yeah. for that stint where he was on the. <laughs> yeah that was yeah but like for the like muna you know is a loner he's right. a team now but it's a team of people who it's like who are also loners yeah so it's fine cool yay good book is what i should say yeah it's not like it's, it's not fine it's, yeah. it's a good book it's a good book but it's fine that you do the other thing gotcha uh dante cook here's some cash to get the lights on it seems a little dark today i love it though combined with sal's soothing voice you're either putting us to sleep or putting us in the mood love you all so much thanks a lot dante <laughs> Um, yeah, we're just trying something different. Yeah, you might have seen it on uh, other shows, but this is yeah, the I look. feel like my head's really like blocking the arcade, but yeah. either state. Uh, Anarchic Arachnid, honestly, beast is my favorite because, much like Hank Pym, this Hank feels like a borderline mad scientist to do the right thing and messing up. Is he doing the right thing or is he just being like selfish? Uh, yeah, because it depends on what they decide where he's gonna land. Yeah, because like literally, wherever this ends and it lands will determine what his actions were up to this point, but. It's hard to tell at this point if anyone has like a like a like a endpoint for beast yeah. already established in their minds. Right. I don't know. 
uh ray far my friends and i are going halvesies on both apps because there is one comic shop near us and there is some serious gatekeeping and Oof, i never feel welcome in there that's not cool yeah f them uh order your books through the mail matthew talaga hey guys i was wondering if you have any recommendations for sites where those of us who don't have access to a comic book store could find some european comics uh no i'm sorry i don't uh, i don't i don't know not outside of the u.s and uh i i feel like those books should just be available like especially online you know comicsology marvel unlimited dc infinite or whatever the hell they call it yeah those books should just be available across well, like overseas especially now like with amazon integrating fully with comicsology like you can check through comicsology but like you know it's really through the kindle reader and yeah. so like sometimes you'll find like trades and graphic novels more in that kindle area so yeah, yeah i guess the great suggestion is use the kindle e-reader like try that yeah or the and kindle is, store and there's the kindle there's a desktop version of the kindle reader so you can use that as well there you go mm -hmm. uh i read uh, batman killing time number two from tom king uh and uh, and david marquez and alejandro sanchez uh this um this is another one of those like you know <coughs> king miniseries about batman and Catwoman, not to be confused with the other King miniseries, Batman Catwoman, uh, which is also set in a different time or all the times. Um, <laughs> all the time. This is a uh, this is like a flashback book to a younger Batman, younger Catwoman, younger days. Uh, although it's not so young that uh, all his rogues aren't already established and in the book. So they are. And so it's like whatever. And again, I think that you need to approach this series like every series he's done. Uh, I would honestly take his entire Batman run from the uh from his inception from his beginning all the way through everything he's written for batman and just put it in its own universe oh it's just its own it's just the king of verse is it a is it a kingdom i think yeah call it the kingdom yeah the batman kingdom <laughs> because let me tell you it doesn't really line up doesn't fit and it doesn't matter because it's batman so who cares but i think that a lot of people's like argument and problem with it is that it, King approaches it from a perspective of making it its own thing anyway and doesn't mm -hmm. care about continuity or does only cares about his own continuity or only cares about the continuity that he's trying to preserve. Like King is a real reverence for like Silver Age and Golden Age and stuff. Mm -hmm. So he really wants to like pay, pay homage to that, but he doesn't really care about anything else except for stuff he's personally read. Uh, you know, unless you count all the street names that are named after prominent batman creators that he likes right but uh which which are abundant there are at least four different name drops of creators in this issue um but as to the actual story you know it's uh it's exactly like batman catwoman and then it takes place in multiple time periods at the same time throughout the one issue uh it is a uh, substantial read i did enjoy it uh, it is only 40 pages for five dollars but uh you feel like you're getting more comic because a lot it requires a lot of reading and it multi and it has multiple locations and again like different time periods mm -hmm. but uh you know um riddler and catwoman have stolen something from bruce wayne's lockbox or storage space from the bank i don't know why he would use anything of any consequence in there but uh the the, the identity of which is still a mystery um we're just seeing like breadcrumbs and explanations and backstory for what happened in the first issue uh while also paying off uh the, the next step while also setting up mysteries you know like what's the, what, what was in the box we don't know uh who is the mysterious uh new buyer that wants what's in the box we don't know um i do know that the book is well written and i do enjoy it uh although i will the only the biggest complaint i do have for this is I have decided because uh, okay. I, I was like, you know, I, I remember, uh, you know, obviously King's a friend of the show and we talk uh, on this channel uh, and he has encouraged that I reread certain books that he's done. Um, 
you know, I might've come around a little bit on war jokes or riddles, um, but I hate his Joker. I've decided I just don't like it. <laughs> and like, there isn't a really a Joker I do like outside of like some of the movie versions, but mm-hmm. you know, when you revisit them, you know, when you're in them in the moment, you know, like when you read a death in the family or any of the Aparo Joker um, or really the, um, you know, the, uh, the Alan Grant Jokers, but, uh, or the Jim Starlin Joker, um, you know, he's pretty obvious and mundane. Um, and then someone goes nuts with him. Like, I think maybe Snyder's Joker might be my favorite, but he's exhausting in last night on earth. Right. So who knows? Okay. Uh, but, but I, but I know I don't like this. Just sick of it. Cause this Joker is like, I don't know. It's just, it's multi, it's, it feels, you know, I'm very aware that he's doing something. You know, a lot of his characters come very naturally. And while you may not like these interpretations of them, they've, they're very, you can't deny their authenticity. You know, uh, his Catwoman is very authentic, despite the fact that I, again, don't like his Catwoman very much. Uh, but the Joker, I'm very aware that he doesn't know what to do with the Joker. And so he's like infusing like all this stuff. Okay. And it's just like, let it go, man. You know, like Miller unapologetic. Like, I don't know, you know, it's Tom King and Frank Miller. What are you going to, you know, you're not really, it's apples and oranges, but like, you know, Miller and Dark Knight Returns, like I'm writing the definitive Batman book of all time. I'm using all the characters that I care about. I'm going to put the Joker in there. And he went for it. You know, he's like, here you go. Like the movies thought it was Paul Lind. doesn't matter. The point is like, here's a Joker. Right, right, right. And, and like it or leave it, this is my version. That's what I respect. You know, and I usually don't like Snyder. Again, he went all in on his Joker and his Joker can't deny it's very much his right Ooh. right there you go but uh but i don't like this whatever it is i think i think it's like a, I think it's just an uncommitted joker you know he's like oh. he's trying tom king is too talented to not to, to be trying this hard to give me the joker just it's no it's no good hmm. doesn't hold water that's what i'm saying <laughs> but uh yeah uh but the book is good i'm enjoying it you know it's fun uh and there's mysteries afoot and abound uh there's references to like you know, 3000 year old human mythology in there. Like literally it's like, you know, six months ago, this happened two weeks ago, this happened two hours ago, this happened 3000 years ago, this happened. You know, I think whereas Batwoman Catwoman left you in the cold, I think you will enjoy killing time. Okay. Yeah. Batman Catwoman. I was just like, yeah, I'm out. And that's, you know, Batman Catwoman is literally like two thirds of the book as characters. I don't care for in his interpretation. So, you know, and I still enjoy it. But uh, anyway, Brady White says, how is it going? I really enjoyed X-Men Red this week. Killing Time number two is iffy, and I'm not sure about it. I read Moon Knight Bottom today, and I really enjoyed it. It was a cool interpretation. Yes, man. And if you didn't know, Charlie Houston is a huge Moon Knight fan. Did a lot of, like, payoff for his ver- for, for the Moon Knight that he grew up reading. Right, right. John Ty, would it be a pre- would it be appreciated to describe Fantastic, or appropriate to describe Fantastic Four as Star Trek and Guardians of the Galaxy as Star Wars? I guess so. Yeah, I mean, I, I've heard worse interpretations of those char- of, of those uh, versions, but uh, yeah, no, Star Trek, uh, Fantastic Four is more about exploration, whereas Guardians of the Galaxy uh, was about anything else. I, I don't know what the hell, you know. I've never really liked a Guardians of the Galaxy run, and it's always because it's like it's heavy, heavy cosmic, heavy sci-fi, heavy like adventure. My brain one hundred percent interpreted that statement incorrectly mm. i was like fantastic four as star trek and guardians of the galaxy as star wars like as like all of those things and right. I'm like like what? what no oh yes yeah i agree with that harishi venkatesh would you do war of the realms on back issues i picked it up and read it this week expecting it to be a mess and it kind of was but also had a lot of fun yeah that's what that book is 
and I would definitely try it. I remember that. Yeah. I remember yeah, that. It was a little bit of a mess, but it was still it, pretty. It was but, a, it, but it was. It was messy. It was not impenetrable. No, no, that's true. What else you got? Oh, uh, where do we want to go here? Uh, I read Marauders this week. Mm hmm um it's, steve orlando yeah it's the new marauders um oh, this is a number one issue yeah we're relaunching marauders they're they're new but not mm -hmm. great cover yeah solid cover uh it's written by steve orlando with art by eleonora carlini um Oh, okay. I'm like, why Sorry. are you hiding? I'm not trying to hide. I just, I just was just there over you go. there. There we are. Hi. Uh, well, no, so now you're like, now you're on the show. Was, I was on the show the whole time. I was just over all here. the way over there. It's fine. I want to sit over there. Mm -hmm. Um, but um, okay. So let's talk about story and art here. Please. We're kind of jumping to what happened here. Okay. Um, story wise, this is fine. They're throwing a lot at the <laughs> wall here, and like. Okay, so like a big problem with for some people in terms of like the Krakoan age of X-Men has been like having villains on like governing bodies yeah. and like being, you know, just on this island, like big name villains like Apocalypse and right. Exodus. Because and they're Sinister because Sinister. they're mutants, like because regardless mutants of their past deeds. And like having like that is like a, a true like olive branch of like, let's make this work for the betterment of all of us. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah um you know and like some of it's worked out like with apocalypse obviously he well, he, 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 would, he would doing things though mm -hmm. he was doing things but like it all kind of worked out there sinister some people have an idea of what's going on with him but others not so much um you know legion turned out to help out like, yeah. be a bit of a like a, like a like an asset um but you know then you got like Sabretooth and the other character like other characters have portrayed them and you know made things worse and omega red yeah and so hey let's just bring in xavier's sister yeah sister not sister right sister entity energy entity thing mm -hmm. because i mean that that was she was a grant morrison creation obviously oh, yeah. huge deal when uh, she debuted mm -hmm. and uh you know arguably one of the one of the worst villains the x-men have ever faced in the modern right period. right right now you know there's history there is that like conspicuously absent also in this like from the from the from the hickman era yeah you know, well, would have you just be surprised she's been on an archipelago hidden away on krakoa and like you know jean made her feel empathy back in the day so like now she knows the bad she does oh. so that's why it's it's fine but i'm like it seems weird mm -hmm. that xavier would bring her there hmm Maybe because of what she did to Kuritu Genosha. I'm just saying, like, it just seems weird, right? That you'd bring her directly onto the island mm -hmm. and be like, "This is fine, right? Not this will not bite me in the ass at all." I mean, that's that's like what this book might as well. I mean, like what the right. a, the Hickman right. era, but like, should be called. But now it's just there's something about it when it like when it's all like placed in front of you at the beginning of the story where it's like, Hey, here's something. And we're going to watch like hubris and, and like the rise and fall. And like some characters will redeem themselves and others won't. And now we've kind of gotten through some of that. And it's like, and now let's keep doing that same thing. Right. Well, we, yeah. And we've proven like, sometimes that works, but most of the time it doesn't. Yeah. But I'm like, it, but let's it's, keep doing it. Like, what about another big reveal? Like, yeah. Cause when Hickman and debuted um, this whole concept and like apocalypse walks in with every bad guy behind him, like that was the moment. That was the moment. And then it's like, but let's 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 do that again. 
yeah and i know it's not quite the same thing um so like story-wise i'm, I'm gonna wait to, to see where this goes writing wise there's a couple of moments in this where i was like like it's just like we we literally and like i i don't know like there's only so much page real estate i guess like there's a moment in this where kitty pride says um oh where oh, i sent it to you yeah she has a very yeah she has a line yeah she this. she has a line where she says um you know explain why a two billion year old box inscribed in my handwriting held a map that leads to you cassandra nova xavier's homicidal sister this is just here's the exposition of the plot yes and i think it's being done to be fun i guess but also like here's here's the exposition of the plot which we already got because there's like the the page the the recap page that that tells you all that and then we kind of go through it as well right yeah 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 and then we get it again and then we also get like a this is who this is who this is who this character is yep and you know now, why does that annoy me? Because later on, when we see this character again, and this character is introduced to the rest of the new Marauders, there's a character on the team oh, no. who goes, I don't know who you are. Are you supposed to be somebody important? I'm like, this is kind of funny. Yeah. But you already did this. So that whose benefit is this for? Right. I guess it's for the audience just to be like, just to double check. Well, I already know who you are, but maybe not everybody does because they showed up after that character had already debuted. I guess. No, but what I'm saying is that like we get this and then later on, like pages later, we get another explanation yeah. of who this character oh, the, is. Oh, someone actually answers the question? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I thought it was just it was just the line, I don't even know who you are. You're supposed to be somebody important, and then they just look at him like he's an idiot and no. then move on. Okay. See no, you have three so you have three reiterations of who Cassandra Nova is. Yeah. Okay, pass. Um plus it's a little clunky. It uh, is a little clunky. Um additionally i i struggled a little bit with the art here and there yes it's not consistent it's very all over the place yeah I, it, it looks like it's going for a particular style but it's not consistent throughout the book um yeah like an eastern influence yeah but like not quite there but merged it's with weird. western it's yeah not... it's a little like I, i'm just like i think it just needs a little more time it's a little much um yeah. overall the story is that it's like there's this box and it's like kitty's handwriting on it but it's like really freaking old and like cassandra no is gonna be involved because it's like oh man we gotta go give the shiars a hard hard time which is like why cassandra nova gave we have a deal the with shiars them? a real hard time in the past right so it's all very suspect right but right like, but like yeah and maybe if you're gonna bring her back why why do the same greatest hits because well, like, we gotta go out there because the shiar might have like the first mutants or something like that. Yeah. And uh, the Shi'ar, Xandra finds out, oh, that might be true, actually. Oh. I don't know. Okay. It's like, we, we've taken the Marauder, we're going to put them in space. Space Marauders. Okay. Isn't there already a space book? Or wasn't there already a space book? That was Sword. And, and New Mutants was space book for a little bit. For New like a, was, a minute. Not I enjoyed any, that. But that. That wasn't anymore. Not so anymore. now Marauders is the space book. But okay. like, I guess X-Men Red is also the space book. I don't know. This just didn't hit with me. No. I guess that's what I'm saying is this just did not hit with yeah, me. Yeah. And it's a very different tonal shift because you have a completely different writer. What, what's funny too is it's like this is the, again, this is a new Marauders. And what they've done is they've taken characters who don't have books and they put them in here. That's called the Avengers. Well, they used to be in books, but those books got canceled. So Sila from the Hellions is here, which I was oh. like, sorry, Grey Crow, you're not coming along. You guys are developing a relationship. That's over. Maybe you'll have one. Aurora and Dokken mm-hmm. from um, X-Factor yep. are here now. Oh. 
What about the original Marauders? They all broke up. They all went and did other things. Why? Uh, because no, I mean, like, why aren't they? Why? Why didn't you bring them back? Because they had things to do. Do they actually have things to do? Or are they in other books? Well, You're reading them. Storm. So. Storm left. Well, yeah. Um, Iceman wanted to do something else. Mm-hmm. Bishop's still here. I swear to God, Bishop just keeps looking younger and younger. Yeah. That's Bishop's secret power. They would love that. I mean, like the fact is, they would just you know, yeah. Bishop <laughs> never looked older than when he first debuted. <laughs> Um, yeah, and Tempo's still here. I believe she was on. Okay. I think she was on Marauders. Mm. So, like, they had got, they had grabbed Tempo, so she remained, and so did Bishop, technically. But right. It was, just, it was just funny. Like, this just wasn't, like... Yeah, I, I well, it know. didn't feel like returning to the book, but it also didn't feel like a fun refresh. Yeah, I don't know what this was. Mm. Like, and I'm, I will give it another issue. Yeah, yeah. At least, of to course. see. But this, this, this opening volley... For like, here we go, back to Marauders. What are they? What are they doing? Mm-hmm. Um, didn't didn't do it for me. Mm. So sorry. Okay. That's fair. Uh, what was it? Chris C. I'm back once again to ask you to do a back issues of the Amalgam Universe. Well aware it's awful, but I'd love to hear your jokes about it. I don't remember you asking it in the first place, but thank you for asking. <laughs> uh, we've we've talked about Amalgam in our DC versus Marvel episode from like five or six years ago. I do remember the mask. Um, we do talk about uh, Amalgam from time to time we did a whole gbu episode about mm-hmm. uh, different amalgam tie-in issues um i don't know if an, oh we did uh, our episode of uh, back issues on uh, all access uh which is a uh, an amalgam book you know it has a whole bunch of amalgam characters mm-hmm. in there. um but you know there's never say never if you yeah exactly uh, but like they're all individual books not about like you know i guess we could talk about amalgam as a concept like i've talked about like you know the tick mm-hmm mm. Pop Culture Guy 3000, if anybody wants to read a real Marvel comic with a sociopathic mad scientist trying to be as good, uh, to be good, it's Jeremy Whitney's Unbeatable Wasp, especially Volume 2. Okay, well, I'm, I'm sure they appreciate the uh, residuals. So what uh, what else did you read? Um, I read Doctor uh, Strange. Read Strange? I read Strange number two. Okay. Um, this week. And um, a, lot of, a, lot of, a lot of things happening on this cover. Is that Madam Mask? Um, No. <laughs> <laughs> no that's harvestman oh harvestman thank you so okay this is also written by jed mckay uh with our by ferreira yes um by marcelo ferreira mm-hmm. um all right <laughs> so we last left off cleo was facing off against harvestman and there was like the resurrected corpse of thunderstrike yes so, like that's we briefly right. check in with like kevin masterson for a second but it's and only- Kevin Masterson is his brother? I don't remember. He's making mac and cheese. That's all you need to know. Okay. And he has, and the reason I know this is because he, for an entire page, sings a song about mac and cheese. Wow. As Thunderstrike's weapon is called to him. Okay. All so right. Oh, wait. Is, yeah. This is a weird week for me because, like, there are some, like, there's so, there's a lot of fun in a lot of these books. And there's a lot of, like, what the hell, right? So it's like Jed McKay is writing this. Jed McKay is writing Moon Knight. Moon Knight, I was like, this is clever and fun and on point. And strange, I'm like, I can't tell if super clever setting us up to think one thing and then later will be revealed something else. Right. Or mm-hmm. thread that doesn't mean anything and will go nowhere, but has a lot of emphasis. Have both, have he, has he done both? Oh, I don't know. Or oh. Harvestman's Doctor Strange. Oh, <laughs> God. Okay. Because I'm like, so Harvestman's Strange? Is that where we're going with this? Or is that where you're leading me to go with it? So that like you can feel clever when you reveal something else, even though you're clearly making me think that's what's going to happen. Right. Like, like 
that's funny i can't tell if that's like if you're trying to do that thing where, where you your 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 wall is sean yeah where you specifically lead me down a path and then go haha no yeah like, or you don't realize you're leading me down this path and it's like well clearly that's what it is though. yeah only a great fool would would reach for what he's given i'm not a great fool therefore i can clearly not choose the glass that's, in front of me I, but you would have known about it you'd have counted on it and then you i can clearly not choose the glass in front of me it's literally me right now i'm like yeah right where was i uh i was in dr strange i was in strange australia <laughs> manhattan um with thunderstrike yeah so by the way it turns out it's not really thunderstrike i mean it is thunderstrike's body right but it's like it's filled with a bunch of ghosts who are trying to get away from death okay so they're trying to use his body to shamble out of there it's like a little it's really weird it's a strange decision but that's what it is right yeah <laughs> okay it's just... weird that there's another book starring another like oft neglected character that's female in which we are in like reintroducing a character that has been like neglected and ignored but he... and, like she hulk we're gonna introduce jack of hearts again and in strange hey we're gonna bring back thunderstrike but he's not really back well, he's, he... he's a corpse and then he goes back to like he, they, they, he's claimed back okay to, for mistress death mm-hmm I don't know if this ends in a, in a, a fight between Mistress Death and Clea over Strange. I don't know. That'd we'll see how fun. this goes. Um, would you like that? I don't. I don't even know. Which would you point. like best? <laughs> Let me ask you that. What would be the most exciting? What would be the most satisfying ending for this series that is clearly going to end? Like it's not like Strange is going to be a thirty issue series. This is going to be a six or eight issue series. What is going to when it when it ends and it's like Harvestman is Strange or Harvestman is Baron Mordo. And he's made you think he was strange, or he's Strange's <laughs> brother, and he's a vampire. Not anymore. I mean, he's dead. Yeah, but no, he came back. Oh, and he's still a vampire. Yeah, he's still, that and he's very new Baron blood. And so will he, because he's, he's a vampire. You just learned that from me. The other I did. Day. Yeah, you you told me the he's Baron one blood. Of I didn't three Baron bloods. I was like, I thought there was only one Baron. No, blood. No, there's three Baron bloods, and and, and one of them was Doctor Strange's bloods. friggin' brother. Yeah, and it's all Strange's fault anyway. That's Oops. cool. But yeah, Oops. which one would you like better? I don't know. I mean, I'm just waiting for Jed McKay to remember that Strange has a like, has a really tragic backstory with like a yeah yeah, and then Tom King like kicks him out of the way so he can tell that story. No, I want an eight to twelve issue miniseries where I make someone sad about this sad situation. Well, McKay, I don't know. McKay hasn't written like a like a weepy psychodrama I, I about just, like well, finding your but, humanity, but it is something he'd have to remember. Mm, and he is good at that. <laughs> um. Yeah. With Brett- Baron Blood Multiverse. When? Yeah, yeah. What if when 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 would he reveal that Baron Blood actually there's only one Baron Blood and those are all there's a multiversal variant because multiverse. Oh, um. So in this Harvestman like casts spells from a like I have Agamotto from like that looking thing from around his neck. Let me see this. I didn't read this book, so I'm just gonna take a look. Yeah, he's Doctor Strange. Look at that hair. Okay, that's what I the, yeah, trust me. Not... It was it was the hair for me as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it was the hair like in like there was like a side. What is thing. he saying? Does he say? Is there any, is is there a standout line of his that says anything that might be like that's very Stephen? My business is deaths. I answer to no mortal. I mean, that's a classic Doctor Strange line, but I don't know about our current Doctor Strange. Line. I'm just saying. Oh, say my, my well, he did say I have an appointment with death once, and that's very much him. I don't know. So. That what you need to know Carry though on. is that they they take care of that and then like we kind of leave Harvestman be and like so he can come back. Clea come goes home and has a put put like takes a shower and lounges on the couch with a glass of wine while she, like she and Wong muse about like what just happened and she's mm-hmm. just like ha Harvestman stupid blah uh-huh. um 
and like Wong's like she's like what would it like even like Wong's like clearly death has come up with an allegory for the Sorcerer Supreme what and I'm like that's why that and that was where I was like wait are you breadcrumbing me to one thing so that I ignore your less than like satisfying oh reveal is that it yeah that's what that's what I'm saying yeah, that Doctor are, Strange that's one of the like it's either Doctor Strange is Doctor that. Strange died yeah death claims him yeah then makes him basically her herald. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But like, or he's specifically making me think that so that like when he reveals it's something else, it's somehow. She's like, no, I had Steven in this little box. It feels more clever. Yeah, and then he just comes out. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He I just don't needed know. like the tears of a loved one to like come and make him come back to life. Like, whoa, whoa, did you think Harvestman was strange the whole time? Yes. You dupe? What? No. You made me think that. Yeah. Yeah, I know. You That's... specifically laid the trail. Listen, Zdarsky is the exact same thing in Devil's Reign number six. All right, maybe that's but just the current with delight, I might add. All right, but I don't know the answer to this yet. And maybe it doesn't mean it. that's the other thing. It could be or only an issue two. It could literally mean nothing. They could be like, "Who the fuck cares who ours?" Oh, is? McKay could be like, "Oh crap! You think everybody thinks it's strange? Oops! Uh -oh. He's just gonna be like the the upside down man. Like he was just gonna be a fun new character." Uh oh. Oops. Well, <gasps> do people think the upside down man was actually Cersei or something? Like, what what the hell's happening? Um. Anyway. Uh, also previously it, like or not previously earlier in this issue um clea's like oh yeah and like don't forget on the sorcerer supreme of like two places and like you think that'd be like super dope but actually it's really bad because it's, hey like, you said that no <laughs> i know it turns out having all of that magic is not good because the magic of the dark dimension and the magic of earth sorcerer supreme are they like don't... they're like fighting at yeah. one they're, like they're threatening to battle one another within her and also cool. like consume her okay so she's like i'm partially trying to keep that apart but also have to fight this guy yeah well you got to fight every guy you're the sorcerer supreme now but like she doesn't she doesn't really want to do that like all she cares about is getting steven back and like wong's like here by the way now that you're Was home, she doing anything about it did, did, did that come up where she's like we gotta get steven back oh harvestman well yeah because she followed us like she followed what felt like it was a resurrection so she, she assumed it was steven and that's how she got there to thunderstrike and then harvestman showed up to be like yo you can't leave mm. you're just a bunch of ghosts you're like a bunch of ghosts in a trench coat trying mm -hmm. to get into a movie you can't go see <laughs> it's just it's just a thunderstrike yeah trench coat that's awesome it's just floppy skin it is not that i kind of wish it was yeah that. now i do just like yeah he's just a he's just a like one of those sock ghosts from halloween decorations <laughs> he does yell thunderstrike though Okay. Because he gets his weapon and yeah. So they That's do too bad. They should just bring him back. Screw it. Well, they did. They should bring back the Thor core book. They did not do that. Um, but um people are clamoring for multiple Thors. So then like Wong's like, Oh, by the way, you have to do all these things. You're the sorcerer supreme. And right. she's like, Oh, and there's like a knock at the door. <gasps> Thank and goodness. She, she's like, oh, I gotta go deal with that. Yeah. He's like, I answer the door, but okay. He's like, I can't do this list. <laughs> right, yeah. Cause unlike the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I'm an I'm, I'm gonna not need you better to than take you. care of this list. Yeah. And she's like, including that school that Steven started. You have to go check in hey. on it. And trust me, that school is in fine, fine. hands. It yeah. is in fine hands. It's not need Jed McKay. No, Brother Voodoo has got that under control. Oh, that's good. I hope. Anyway, she opens the door. It's like this guy who we saw earlier um, from the Shrouded Bazaar, which is like a back alley like marketplace mm -hmm. with like magic and stuff like that in it. She had protected it. Yeah. Um from an attack from the blasphemy cartel but they came back and they were mad and she's like wait a minute that's stupid because like this place is under like my protection like a warlord's protection essentially and wong's like this is earth right things don't work like that here honey 
Well, I mean, they kind of do, but like, and she's like, well, now, shouldn't. now it does. And like, she turns around and she's like going all full teen on him. Oh, cool. So, okay. We'll, we'll see what happens. It's too much for her. Mm-hmm. And it's not too much for her because she can't handle it. It's because she's trying to do two she's things. Too, she's just too busy. She's like, it's inappropriate of strange to ask her. It to do really that. was. It's like, That's Hey, I know, you're the, anyway. I know you're the sorcerer supreme of this dimension, but also could you be the sorcerer supreme of this dimension? Because we used to be married. Yeah. And like do everything all at once. And I'm sure there's some reason behind this. Other yeah. than it's just a cool image to see her do that. But it's like, no, it's I not needed... like she wasn't that. And it was just like, no, she can totally take Yeah. Take no, off. you're a horcrux of mine. I'm going to pop out of you at some point. <laughs> oh God. I hope not. Um, they should also use this as an opportunity to bring back his spawn costume. Oh, please don't do that to me. With the blue mask? I hate that costume. It's so good. It's so dumb. No, no, the better it's not. Yeah, the, the better one. Not the blue mask. That's blue strange. No, I mean the other one. The spawn one. Yeah, from the 90s. Yeah, that was dope. It was a great suit. And they, it, it has so much practicality and uh, applicability. You could bring that back. It'd be cool. So, okay. What if it wasn't Dr. Here's strange? What if it was I, don't, I don't tell you what your Spider-Man should be wearing. No. That's true. So that's true. Well, thankfully, in my situation with my Spider Man, uh, there are so goddamn many of them. They can all wear everything. Let's talk about X Men Red for a minute. Yeah, please. let's do that. By the way, I'm not saying I didn't enjoy this. No, no, yeah, I'm that's just the like thing. sitting here though, and I'm but like, you're, and you're not even complaining. You're just like, Nuh. yeah, I'm like, I'm like, simultaneously, like, either I have this totally cracked, or I don't know anything that's happening. That's fair. <laughs> That's those are my two options. Before we get into red, really but, quick, yeah, I am enjoying the fact that like Clea is staying true to her nature throughout this. Like McKay right. is is being true to that, where it's just like she's huh. like, yeah, she's like, it's not like Spider Man shows up and he's like, and he teaches her about power. I mean, listen, she is one hundred percent managing both powers simultaneously. Right, super strong. Right. She's like, this is not the job for me. She admits that. She's like, I don't want to do this crap. Right. I don't do this day-to-day bullshit. That's yeah, not yeah. who I am, right? That's awesome. I just want to get Steven back. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm here to Which do. Which is fair. And I, and like, who tells me no? Nobody. Right. Yeah. Screw you. Right. Except for Wong, I guess. Yeah. But then when she gets too mad, then she gets all fireheaded. That's so dope. It's like. That's a great costume. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Our case is the world paper shortage is forecasted and in late 2023. Do you think publishers may invest in di- digital genuinely finally uh, or stick to the status quo? Uh, digital accounts for a drop in the bucket of monthly comic book sales. So they're going to continue to do what they do because publishers do what they do. The comic book industry in particular is not. I wouldn't even call them a publisher. I'd call them like an IP factory that doesn't really understand like how to sell books anymore. Like a book publisher does what book publishers do Mm -hmm. and the comic book industry does what the comic book industry does. does. But those are two different things for some reason. Um, You know, like for you, for example, you'd think that like one of the largest comic book publishers would have like trade paperbacks of their most uh, valuable properties available on hand at all times so that when your character is like in a movie or in a show or you know it just happens to be in the zeitgeist at the time that you would have it readily available at all times but uh because of business practices from the 90s and i think from being gun shy of uh, going bankrupt uh now they make sure that uh like even essential collections are out of print and 200 for no reason mm-hmm. like which is something that no book which is something that no publisher does like no publisher like magazine book whatever does that Mm -hmm. even dc doesn't do that and dc makes a lot of boneheaded decisions dc isn't even run by publishers anymore so like i don't know but uh i think i'd be more concerned about whether or not the quality of books is going to go up in terms of printing after that's what i'm afraid of and then what we'll end up seeing is inevitably it might and then you'll like you'll see it in specific runs of things like in the aftermarket where yes. they'll be like, Oh, we're going to do this. Like, you know, luxe printing, like mm-hmm. this deluxe printing. And it's just like what you're used to. It's just to what getting. it used to be. Yeah. yeah that sounds That's what right. I'm afraid of. So I've noticed apparently there's some discussion that apparently like some Marvel comics are of lower 
print quality than than others. Mm-hmm. I'm oh, I have not been in the comic book store since I've seen this complaint. So I actually, but I need to go and and do a test. I got I got to go and I got to start feeling paper. Yeah, because I I literally seen me do that. Yes. <laughs> But I uh, I saw it on TikTok of all places, and like people have vested interest in talking about and poking holes in the industry vote for no good reason. I, if we're gonna do that, we're doing it because we want quality to go up, not because we're trying to get clicks. But uh, I haven't seen it firsthand, so I can't speak to it. But mm-hmm. just like when they raise the tolls on your parkways, they and they tell you now. it's only gonna be a temporary measure, and then, and then it never not, changes yeah. and it only goes up. If Marvel can get away with selling shitty quality comics and then the paper shortage goes away, they're going to keep printing shitty quality comics. That's just what they do. Double edge. I mean, look, our Hello Fresh menus are now like just paper. I know. Hello that. Fresh menus are shit. I don't really care. Compared. I don't really care. Yeah, no, but like, you know, yeah, eventually it'll just be a, it'll just be a text you get. That's fine. I'd be okay. I have, I, I have the app. I can yeah. just use that. That's true. Uh, Double Edge 57 wanted to show my support and as I've been watching for years and you all have gotten me into some incredible comics over the years. You got me into X-Men and I've recently managed to get the first appearance of Kitty Pride. Hey, wow, man. very nice. That's fine. Thank you for your support, man. Uh, Jordan Cooper. Hey, great to see you live. Here's support. Loved the Joker finale talk. Wish I was there live. Mine, uh, the game. Uh, mine's the game. Batman saying he would have saved him and Joker's last word. You know, that is pretty funny. I love that ending. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good ending. It's not one that I would use every time, but I did like it in that game. Uh, the fodder box kid. I hope you're having a great day, both of us. Yeah. I uh, hope you are too, man. Uh, I've yeah. been editing my comic script, but I'm taking a break to watch the live <gasps> show and say hello and give you some money. Well, well hello. Thank you very much and keep it up, man. Uh, I think we're good. All right. Before we get into this, I do want to mention too that I read Wonder Woman Historia Chapter Two as well. Um, How, uh, yeah, because I haven't read any of it. Oh, I need to. <laughs> like, I literally haven't read the first one. I just, it just, I haven't had a chance to. That's fine. This is written by Kelly Sudaconic. Um, this time with art by Jean Ha. Mm. Very different look and feel to this story than the first one. Yeah, which is kind of cool because the first one it takes a place mainly like in like Olympus and yes. like in a godly space, and so like the the art really speaks to it. Yeah. Really fits there much like the art really fits for this part of the story as well i'm really not going to get into this um i am just going to say that like i'm really digging this story um quite a bit mm-hmm. uh, i get why some people might not yeah i definitely get why some people might not any real like hype <laughs> about this book at all outside of it being like so long to come out yeah no and it is and i get but i do get it you're getting a lot for it too this issue had like in the back of it like some gene ha sketchbook stuff like showing you how he goes from like panel to panel or like for some of them and with actually some notes in there too about mm. him using certain devices and like once you like some of it you'll notice and then you'll realize i missed a whole bunch of stuff oh. in the art um so i thought that was very exciting um it's interesting this is a um an origin which we saw actually in the first issue of the amazons okay um that's like a version that I had recently read up on thanks to that who's who from like the late eighties. Yes. Uh, yeah, you talked about wonder woman's origin and you were like, Ooh, I wish they'd bring this back. I did. And I, and like, they, is it in this? It, it isn't. It isn't like, it's like, a t- it's a taking of that. And then they twisted it and they put it over here. Um, but like, it's kind of neat. It definitely fits for this story. Like I said, I get why this story may not be for everyone. Sure. Um, well, they're certainly not marketing it for anybody. <laughs> 
but I like the art is beautiful in it and like I honestly am truly enjoying the ride and I'm looking forward to more I wonder what who's who will draw the third one did they say I honestly don't know hmm. and I didn't realize that there was a different artist until I opened the book up yeah no I, I they like, didn't oh, tell anybody I haven't heard anything well, about it listen that was on me I could have just but I have a vested interest in knowing what's happening and I don't <laughs> I didn't hear anything it was on the front I could just look at it and be yeah. like oh yeah that's very different oh yeah that's true the cover <laughs> was very different uh what's it called uh bland man and you're thinking of midnight sun siege of doc darkness dr strange and yes it's the best dr strange book look bar none no it's the spawn version yeah with like a cool arm gauntlet he looks like faust but see, why do you want everyone to look exactly like i want all of my characters i don't to want to see like their faces Spider-Man. Yeah. i want to look like spider-man yeah I, that's just what i want but i don't I, really want but that. i only want one spider-man i honestly don't i just i just like to get a rise out of you i know i know you do i just think it's funny uh storm king says hey tiff have you read little monsters by jeff lemire i know that this is true because she has it at uh, her computer or cult of dracula by rich davis horror books you might appreciate maybe sam might like these books too i read Stay the safe. i read the first issue and i talked about it like when it came out i was gonna say last week but, but i don't know if it was last <laughs> it was, week it was not at all last week it was like the last time last month yeah um issue two was one i wanted to grab um, I still have to make a decision if I'm going to do physical or, or digital on that mm, one. Yeah. I did physical in the first issue, but I try sometimes I try to get first issues of image books uh, since they don't do reprints exactly. on them. Exactly. Um, uh, and then I might go to digital on that, but I just didn't get a chance to um, grab it yet. But I enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, X Men Red number one. Al Ewing, <laughs> Stefano Caselli. Tell us about it. I uh, I didn't read this. It's just, you're just doing me dirty here, man. I don't read X Men anymore. You're just I'm good. doing me dirty. This is this is good. I enjoyed this. Yay! Yeah, yeah. In like a, a weaker week for X Men for me, I really enjoyed this. It's Ewing though, doing what Ewing well, does. Sounds about right. And like we're gonna be in space. I and mean, Abigail, I see Abigail Brands. Abigail Brands. <laughs> and he wrote Swords, so yeah. He's like, could I, could I please have a space book again? Right. Like, no, Marauders going into space. Shut up, Al Ewing. And you will not be writing it. Shut up. Don't worry, Marauders. At, at this rate, Marauders get canceled after four issues. It'll be fine, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, this is kind of, I kind of dig this this issue quite a bit. It's really delving into like Araco being on being Mars, basically, being Mars, right? Yes. And, and the fact that like Storm's like regent of Araco, but like some of like the Arakan folk, um, the Iraqi folk, uh, like Iska, the Unbeaten, mm-hmm, yeah, um, like to call her Queen of Mars or Queen of Araco. I'm sure Storm like, I'm has not, a problem with that. She does. She's like, I'm not that, right. I'm just the regent. Mm-hmm. I like I won this place. We see like the fight where she won it cool. against a person who could shape shift and like look like Storm, but in a different costume. Mm. Then... Was it the one from <laughs> when she took over the the uh, the Morlocks? No, no. That would have been kind of that fun. Been dope. No, it was the one. It's the one where, that I associate with when she like was with T'Challa with like the like the yeah kind of a thing here mm-hmm. where, like the black suit it's a fun suit a little crown cut. i but don't it was think fake. it's exactly it was just it. what the shapeshifter looked like yeah. yeah um that shapeshifter like killed killed herself too by the way mm-hmm. but um so storm won it but like she also like this chick was just like you know you know giving her a hard time about everything um and also saying like that like storm doesn't like wasn't no she wasn't there Right. She wasn't there, like on the other side. Okay. So, like, what right do you have to be in charge of anything? Yeah. You know. And I'm like, that's it's interesting. Okay. Like that, like she doesn't understand the plight of these people or like their culture necessarily. Cool. Well, right. Let me ask you this: uh, Wind, guide my hand. And right. Then he just blows her across the room. Yeah. And says like, that's that's what gives me the right. 
You know, you know what? I think it's actually an earlier costume that I'm looking at. Oh, again. that's yeah. cool. That's 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 that's, uh, a, that's an, Dave Cockrum. That's a much older costume. Yeah, that's the Dave Cockrum I was thinking suit. of specifically yeah, just the headdress. That, yeah, no, that that's, that yeah, shot. That definitely says Wakanda, but it's yeah, that's the but it's not. Um, that's, but that's you don't her. get to see too too much of it except for this one shot where she's then frozen. That's fun. Um. Oh, Ben completed the wordle. <laughs> oh, good for him. <laughs> um. So did I. So she says basically it's like she doesn't know the cost. I wanted to specifically says like, okay, yeah. Um, you're tainted by your world. You're seduced by power, by crowns and thrones. Okay. And I'm like, that's an interesting read on Storm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Because like we often think of her as goddess, right? Right. Or as like the, you know, queen yeah, of Wakanda. Exactly. Um, so in here she is in another place of power like that. Yeah. With like a crown which we say would suit her but them being like eh. yeah but like having like something of a crown thanks to her costume from hellfire gala yeah and like a seat of power like a throne right mm -hmm. so i'm like okay fair read right meanwhile um there's like the their quiet council has like a vote that is going on about whether or not they should go back to ament and help genesis and apocalypse fight mm -hmm. um be interesting to see they're because not no one's right talking now. about yeah, that they're, at all. they're not going to do that right now but I like hope... this book is dealing with it cool um so there is a vote that goes iska does not vote because iska feels that if she votes then like it's not really a vote because then she'll win whatever she votes right she's yeah unbeaten so she abstains for every vote fair uh storm gets two so they end up voting for peace that they're not going to do cool that. um but for now. Yeah, for now. Until Hickman comes back, and then they'll do it. And then maybe they'll Or Teeny Howard will do it under the direction. Or it's going to happen at some point, no matter what. Well, here's the thing. Uh, here's how you'll know if Hickman's never coming back. Araka will explode. <laughs> Kaboom. Like, they will, They will. Uh, what's it called? Genosha Mars. Sure. Why not? Let's not do that. Um, I know. We've seen it. But, um, you know, Iska and Storm have a conversation where, like, Storm's like, Iska's like, we, you know indicates as like this is what we do and like you're not really upholding the idea of what like you know genesis wanted and she's like i'm not the ruler here i'm not the queen and she's like okay sure right but you are though yeah but you are yeah um and she's like you could have voted and right. i would have like changed like the the voting and then we would have won and she's like yeah but i don't do that mm -hmm. i'm like okay cool it's good you don't take responsibility for anything right yeah no uh storm will inevitably like be haunted by like the voice of the other storm in her head right brand comes to her okay um because there's a fight because um um da costa da costa costa robert da costa robert da costa yeah, roberto like, da costa yeah i'm like DaCosta. it is da costa yeah um because then i immediately thought of that yeah yeah okay that blemish mm -hmm. <laughs> but <laughs> um he he's opened a bar like you know they've got the green yeah, like lagoon the, mm -hmm. and he's got the red lagoon okay but it's like not well attended yeah um yeah because these people don't know leisure yeah vulcan shows up mm -hmm. and he's like giving everybody a hard time and i'm like cool go away vulcan yeah nobody wanted you to be the third summer's brother yeah but like but he's here anyway he runs into a shiar they have an altercation mm -hmm. and like he's like i used to be in charge of yo yeah, you I were terrible at it yeah he's like and then like gladiator to give my throne away i didn't die uh-huh it's not his to give it's mine okay vulcan uh he and DaCosta have like a fight but like vulcan can take his powers mm -hmm. because they're both like solar based <laughs> so he's just getting his ass kicked and then thunderbird shows up oh hey and like thunderbird is just an angry man yes he's just mad at everybody you it, think he'd chill out 
now that he's back to life punching people he punches vulcan he's like tell your brother go to hell that's not what he says at all yeah okay he's like i hate everybody okay bran shows up to deal with this this problem right and that's when she comes to storm and goes like we need like an x-men team up here and i'm like well you can't trust anything bran says no anymore you just can't you can't trust anything she's she's working with orcas and she's putting her finger in beast's eye hole so it's like you just can't trust anything this woman says i like her a lot but like what are you doing yeah um so like she's like you got to form some x-men storm goes inevitably and destroys her throne by the way because she doesn't back up a throne yeah <laughs> so she just destroys that <laughs> i don't like, want anybody to see this and she takes off her headdress and everything like that oh. right meanwhile magneto has has moved to Araco. yes and he's looking for a place to stay a and, terrible idea and so he finds like this like tiny island like peninsula kind of thing uh-huh. right and he goes there and there's like this old man who's got like a fish and he's like hey he's like do you live here and he's like <laughs> yeah and he's like can I live here? And he's like, do you mean like, can, can you have this land? Because we're going to have a problem with that. But if you'd like to just live here, right. We got no problem. As long as you have an open door at all times, mm-hmm. like as long as that, he's like, okay. So like they have, no, they have a, I actually a good, really love this conversation. Cool. Because like, he's like, what's your name? Stranger. And like Magneto starts to say who he is. And then he calls himself max. And I was like, wow, wow. He went for the real name. That's nice. He's That's like, I'm max. <laughs> He's like, why? Why? What's happening? <laughs> he wants to start over. This I is think. not. No, you always start over. This is this. The, the white suit is the start over. Well, he's not wearing the white suit. He's wearing I the know red he's suit. wearing the red suit, which is well, weird because I guess suit, they really. weren't talking to like nobody was talking to anybody. I guess because he went to, to he's like, I can't wear white on Mars. It's going to be destroyed. Yeah, I'm surprised he didn't get an asteroid around Mars. Call it Asteroid M. <laughs> well, he didn't do that. I'm shocked. He just moves there. He builds himself a big metal tower. Mm hmm. Um, we find out this guy's name is he just goes by uh King Fisher. Okay. Um, or the Fisher King. Mm. I think he's the Fisher King. Yeah. Yeah. Um and um then it's revealed like cause like he's like they he's like, I was in Araco, like I was born in a prison mm. there, like in Amenth, like in that area. Like right. so like I grew up there and he's like, but I get the feeling that you had a similar experience. And so like they bond. I'm like, oh, over his like Holocaust experience yeah. and his experience uh, like in Amenth and Araco. And I'm like, that's cool, right? Like that's that's neat. Yeah. Um inevitably like DaCosta shows up there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like right around the time that it's revealed that he's like Magneto's like, I never asked you, like, first of all, what your name was and what your power is. Like, what, what's your thing? And he's like, I don't have one. <laughs> oh, no. And he's like, what? Mm-hmm. Me and Magneto's like, yeah. But, mm-hmm. uh, and he's like, I never said I was a mutant. I just said I was born there. I, he was born there. Mm-hmm. So, like, he was just a dude who, like, supposedly, we'll see, uh-huh. was born in, like, Amenth. Yeah, with And, no like, power. survived it. Wow. And, like, fought with them. And he's like, but but you're from Araco. Like, he's like, it doesn't take powers to be of a racco. Magneto's like, oh, oh, that's cool. What? And then Dacosta shows up. He's like, hey, nice open door because he has no door. It's, right. just, it's just a portal. Yeah. And he's like, um, we you got to form some X Men up here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So then, like, Storm shows up. She's like, we do have to form some X-Men up here. Oh, my God. But it's not going to be called the X-Men because we're up here. No. She's like, it'll be a brotherhood. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. And she's got a new costume. Cool. So, like, I liked this book. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. The Magneto, like, Fisher King dialogue was great. Yeah. That was, like, completely. Like, very. That's very Magneto. Yeah. I really enjoyed that. Like, 
Magneto being like, I've got to ask permission. I want to live here. Like we, we have a bond. I found out you're a human. Right. And then you school me. Right. And I'm like, huh, I got a lot to learn. Do I not know anything? No, you don't. <laughs> Magneto. Yeah. But like, and brand clearly wants the, like this team to form um, for whatever reasons. So like, there's a lot going into the formation of this team yeah. and like, it's like everyone thinks that they've had this idea organically, um, <laughs> but like everyone's being manipulated. Right. Or not because like brands like, oh, I need this to happen. Right. But yeah. that doesn't mean that she accounted for some other characters doing certain things. Right. Know? So it's like, I don't know. I'm, I'm looking forward to where this goes. I really like Al Ewing's like writing. Uh, I like Caselli's art. It looks good. Dope. Um, just, this was easily my favorite X-Men book of the, of the week. Wow. And that's saying a lot because there are a lot of those. There were a lot this week, and just mm. most of them did not did not, did, uh, not did not deliver. Yes, Vance Cunningham. Uh, just wanted to just give a shout out to my favorite working artist, Michael Cho. He does the mighty Marvel Masterworks trade paperback covers, retro Darwin Cook style. Yes, uh, he's great. We've seen him at New York at, uh, at Comic Cons. So yeah, he's, he's terrific. Uh, BK Sakuga thoughts on the upcoming Avengers X Men Eternals event. Apparently, it's X Men versus Eternals with the Avengers trying to break up the fight. Yes, that's right. That's the idea. Yep. Uh, should be good. It's, it's good writers, so I'm not. Uh, I'm not complaining. Uh, Kings. Well, here's here's all that needs to happen. Right. Is that the world machine realizes? I think they already know too, but that the Eternals realize that the X Men are doing what they do. Yeah. And they're gonna be like, oh, you can't do that. Yeah. We'll see. I trust this book. Yeah, it's, it's gonna, uh, what's his name? It's, it's, it's Hellblazer. Oh no, it's Gillen. Yeah, that's right. I thought it was Spurrier for a second. No, but now it's Gillen. Yeah. Gillen's great, so it'll be fun. Yeah. Uh, Kingsport Cal, the lightning, the lighting looks really better. It looks way better now. As I like the lighting. Uh, I see that at TMNT Arcade. What are the other ones you should do a studio tour short? Uh, Turtles in Time. Yeah, it's actually the original TMNT with Turtles in Time attached to it. Uh, the other one is a uh, X-Men versus Street Fighter game, and the other one is the Simpsons arcade game. Oh, there's one other thing I wanted to mention because I saw it today in an interview, and I wanted to bring this up before I forget. This is an interview with Kieran Gillen oh. about X-Men. Okay. About the Moira clones oh. in, that Sinister has. Like, how does that work with her powers? Because right. it does have her, they do have her powers. Yeah, yeah. So Gillen was like, all right, let me let me help you guys out here. Mm -hmm. Here's the, uh, like, okay, serious answer. It's a quick save. Mm -hmm. the timeline resets to the moment that the clone was created hmm? the timeline oh. resets to the moment the clone was created how weird okay and had their gene activated okay so whenever sinister wants to create a save slot he makes a new clone so like <laughs> each clone mm -hmm. can put him to a different he's like safe scumming yeah but oh, <laughs> oh he says that oh he's actually said safe scumming i didn't read that oh that's fun <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, so like, if he wants to go back to a specific time frame, he can kill a clone mm -hmm. and go back to that time. But how does he go back? I guess because he's sinister and saved memories. Okay. Well, I'll have to I'll have to wait for his explanation for that one. Yeah, but I just wanted to tell you it's save slots. Yeah, uh, Rampage and Bob. Can you make a pitch for a Blue Beetle movie? Can you? I, I probably, but not on the spot like that. I don't really like, I like blue. I like Ted and Jaime's fine. They have a show coming out or a movie or something with him. They don't care about Ted. I don't know what the plan is. They could do a show with Ted. Yeah. I'd ra I wouldn't rather, I, I don't want to see a blue beetle movie. I'd rather see a blue and gold show. Like peacemaker, like peacemaker, but with blue beetle and booster gold. Mm -hmm. That'd be the show. 
Devil's Reign number six is the final book of the hour. Uh, we are talking about, of course, this book from uh, Chip Zdarsky and Marco Cicchetto. It's over. It's the biggest Daredevil event I've ever read. Uh, and it's uh, and it's finally completed. This was an odd uh, series because, you know, it didn't it wasn't an event. It was it was an event. It was a Daredevil. It was just it was just the Daredevil run hidden inside of a Marvel event. Um, it does. It, it, yeah, I wasn't a big fan of this as an event, but I like everything about it. It just it didn't grab me the way it should have in every respect. But, uh, you know, the art was fantastic and it, and I don't know who, if you didn't, if you weren't reading Daredevil, you're not going to care about or, or know what the hell's happening to anyone in this book. You're gonna be like, what? Mm-hmm. Like there's, there's moments where the Fantastic Four just show up and they're like, Hey, we got some stuff. And, and that's one panel it's just, ah, and I'm like, right. Because you don't, because nobody cares because we're doing, because really we're setting up the new Daredevil reboot because the Daredevil series is coming back because it was canceled. Kind of not really. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then, you know, the last issue, Daredevil, uh, Kingpin beat Mike Murdoch to death, making you think it was going to, it was like him be thinking it's, it's Matt Murdoch. Um, it's, uh, it's great in terms of like retcons and surprises and twists and turns. Zdarsky is a a genius when it comes to that stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, he did a whole thing. He set this up like a year or so ago, like the Mike Murdoch retcon. Yeah. Just setting up like Matt had a brother now. Mm-hmm. And then Mike being this like this, this like pawnbroker. And then Matt leaning on him because Matt doesn't know the difference. And then having him just be a red herring so that like Kingpin could kill him. And then Kingpin could remember who he is, but still think he got revenge on him. Then Daredevil reappears at the end, and Kingpin's like, "No, I killed you!" Uh, and Matt being like really pissed because, as far as he's concerned, Daredevil killed his brother, and all that. You know, mm-hmm. uh, there's a fun moment between Iron Man and Doctor Octopus in this, which I hope will uh, be paid off in the future. Uh, Doc Ock is just like, oh, because Purple Man is involved, and he's like, he's just sending you know drones, and he's taking over people's minds mm-hmm. and. You know, he's using the he's abusing the like multiversal Doc Ock superior heroes that he took over. Okay. Uh, in the multiverse, Doc Ock doesn't just take over Spider-Man. He takes over Hulk or Ghost Rider. Okay. Or not. And, and and so he he brings them from the multiverse and makes like his own team. That was in like one of the tie-ins. It was just fun. I really like that. <laughs> but uh, but Iron Man like just kicks the fucking shit out of Doc Ock and goes, you know, for that superior intellect, it's amazing. You never thought to make a suit of armor. He just punches him in the face, and it's like, oh, it's over. I'm like, yep. <laughs> so we're getting that someday. Um, but yeah, uh, the 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 real awesome takeaway is that like it wraps up um, with uh, with Kingpin being arrested. You know, he's no longer mayor of New York, uh, and uh, and Luke Cage is running unopposed now. Oh, okay. So I guess Luke Cage will be mayor of New York, which I love. Great idea. It'll. I can't wait for him to have a four issue miniseries that'll get canceled. Um, oh. I know every time they try to bring back Luke Cage, they just whiz it. But, uh, Luke Cage is a great character and he should have a great book. Mm-hmm. And, uh, at the very least he'll be like in every Marvel comic because he'll be mayor. Yeah. I hope, but it's really cool. Cause they set that up, you know, like Zdarsky set that up, paid it off. Zdarsky set up, uh, some twists and turns and some expectations like mayor Fisk, uh, at the end of it, you know, he's not mayor anymore. And he sets up like these, 
the other characters, these like these like would-be kingpins who are manipulating Butch, his illegitimate son, who's also the kingpin of New York, and um anyway, uh Butch takes Will and brings him before them, and they're like we run this like we own you and you've been setting your sights too small. And so they're setting up this whole new status quo where he's like, you know, you're, you're looking, you're thinking too small. And then they set up like this whole thing of like Kingpin being the president of the United States. And it's like president Fisk. And one how, of the, how are they going to swing that one? Oh, they'll, they'll they're, they're rich and powerful. Oh, they'll, right. Right. I forgot but uh, I, I loved it. Cause I like, I saw it coming because I figured out Zdarsky's writing. Like there's this moment where a character, one of the one of the characters is like, I don't touch people, but like I will shake your hand over this momentous occasion. I'm like, Kingpin's gonna kill everyone in the room, and that's exactly what he does. <laughs> and uh, and he says, Look, Butch, like this is what this is what Fisks do. Like we don't we don't we don't beg, we don't bend, we don't cower. Mm-hmm. Like we we take. And he's like, I went nuts. I killed these people. Now you have it. Now you have it. Now you're Kingpin. Like. This is this. I can't give you anything. I can't give you like my my love as a father. I can't give you like the years back, but I can give you a hell of an origin story. So like Butch is now the official like uncontrolled kingpin of New York, and Fisk and his wife uh, Typhoid Mary get in a boat and leave. Wait, I thought he got arrested. Yeah, no, but Butch took him away from there and brought him before like the power brokers of New York, who made his charges go away. Uh, in 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 so service he gets to, to leave, he gets to leave. He, oh, he leaves. He he sets sail under the uh, into the sunset. So realistic, I hate it. Yeah, <laughs> but at least he doesn't get to be president, which I really appreciate. That's true. Okay. But like they set this whole thing up, and you could have done a whole damn two year long story arc of, of 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 Fisk running for president, becoming president, doing all this stuff, and instead he just kills everyone in the room and says, "No, no I'm not doing that." <laughs> it's dope. Um, <laughs> And it sets up like Daredevil's like, so everyone thinks I'm dead. Electra, you wanted me to like what? Do something with the hand? Take over something? Okay, let's go. What? So he and Electra leave. And it's like, cool. Okay. So there's no Daredevil right now? It, there's two Daredevils and they're running this other thing. Oh. And that'll be in the Daredevil book. Oh. But there's no Matt Murdock. Oh. And we've seen that. We've seen, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. We, 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 we've seen um, Matt die and Daredevil be like, Matt's dead. And it's really tiring. But Zdarsky doing it sounds pretty awesome to me. <laughs> so that was fun. Uh, you know, I, 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 I hope, you know, I think on the reread, I'll enjoy it more as like okay. an event. But, you know, as an event, it was more, it wasn't a really good event. Despite the fact that like the tie-ins were, few and far between and you know those that were did what they wanted you know whatever it was fine okay it was fine i have no real complaints about it and i know they got to make their money so i get it you know? <laughs> money uh, must be made cat lawyer will defend for treats can't wait to see matt go back to small intimate stories someday i'd love to hear your thoughts on what makes or breaks an event always love your insight thanks man yeah i'd love to get into like that it's tough though it's hard to see it's like it's like why do people like go see movies or why don't they go see movies you know if sometimes an event will really hit and sometimes they won't yeah um Harishi, Venkatesh, Luke, and Jessica are now two of my favorite characters, and the conclusion of Devil's Reign should allow us for at least one good ongoing comic of either of them. Yes, so, I agree. In my head, even though there's yeah, been should be like, yeah. so many years in between, it just goes um, New Avengers, this. Yeah, it might as well. <laughs> for as much, for, you know, it really might as well. 
I reread that issue where he uh, goes up the elevator and it's still fantastic. It's freaking amazing. <laughs> All right. So let's recommend some comics that are coming out this week that we think you should check out. Uh, I, despite my protestations, I will recommend Batman Catwoman number 11. I was wondering if you were going to do that. I mean, I do the, I, I've read the whole book. I'm enjoying it. Okay. So, you know, check it out. Uh, Batman 89 number five, which I believe is a critical failure. I'm pretty sure is coming out. I've enjoyed it. What? Kind of. What? It's just like, it's a fun, like, it's the, it's like reading fan. It's, it's reading fan fiction. It is straight <laughs> up fan fiction, but with good art kind of. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and it's, and it's from the, the, the from the horse's mouth, so to speak. Mm -hmm. So you're like, oh, you know, hey, uh, Flashpoint Beyond Number Zero is coming out. It's the Jeff Johns book. We'll see if it it will not have any influence over anything that is happening in the publishing line. So don't get too excited about it. But if you want to read it on its own in the like doomsday clock universe, go for it. Um, I believe this is the conclusion of the Green Lantern run for oh, hey. uh, for for Green Lantern number twelve from Jeff Thorne and Tom Rainey. Um, if it isn't. You know, let me know. But otherwise, uh, it's a big. It, it is, as I understand it from Twitter, uh, it, there's a big, bombastic, colossal conclusion. Okay. So check it out if you are uh, interested in Green Lanterns uh, of any kind. Um, and I think you know. I mean, Naomi's coming out, but who cares? And uh, Shadow Man number eight is coming out, and I still like this book. You know, it's that's good. That's good. Great. It's you know, good art, good writing. You know. But uh, we'll see how long that lasts. Okay. We'll see how fair. long that lasts before before Valiant fucks it up. Uh, I'm going to have a shout out to X-Men number 10 Yay. coming out this week. So looking forward to that for sure. It's like Deathstrike. It does look like Deathstrike, doesn't it? But they, don't forget. Cool. They got a lot of. Uh... They're dealing with like a lot of things. There's a lot of space stuff. <gasps> no. It is. Oh, is Death, it? Deathstrike swiftly. Yes. Yeah. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry right. Duggan with art by Javier uh, Pina. So looking, yeah. looking forward to that. Freaking Duggan, man. Yeah, no. Just keep doing what you're doing. Don't right. don't 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 get too crazy. No. Um, I also want to give a shout out to Eternals number eleven for I sure. I can't believe it's been going this long. Eleven issues plus random like yeah. one off issues. Right. Um, this is all Hail Thanos number five. Clearly, this is leading up to that Avengers um X-Men Eternals book. You know what I mean? Like so if you're like wondering how this is like where this is all coming from here yeah <laughs> this, this is gillen's book right he's the one orchestrating this so this is where a lot of the impetus is going to be so and now it's got like a fancy little thing i love this i think yeah. it's great judgment day is coming it's just it looks cool it's got like that cover man that's that's a ribbit cover i think but it's so, a, but different artist on the book so fantastic yeah uh guyu villanova yeah I'm going to let you take that. I apologize for yeah, my pronunciation. Yeah, let's just all make apologies Ugh, for this that. This ridiculous book is coming out. Yeah, let's let's just talk about X-Men 92 House of XC11. So, I guess 92. Yeah. I'm like not X10 100 minus 10 <laughs> mm -hmm. plus 2. <laughs> Carry the one. Oh god. <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh it, it's coming out, guys. This is this is happening. The 90s are back again. So says the thing everyone's favorite X uh everyone's favorite 90s incarnations of the X-Men have returned, but this time everything is even all newer and all different. I love this image. It's just the 90s animated series X-Men coming through a Krakoan gate. Yeah. It's a recreation of uh one of the of, of the first issue. I know, but it's but of them. Of them. From the cartoon. Um 
I don't know, guys. Written by Steve Fox or by Salvador uh, Espen. I got to check this out. Yeah. I just, I have to see this. Yeah. I have to. All those voices are going to come back. Oh, yeah. If you know the X-Men animated series, I guarantee you're going to read this and you're going to hear everyone's voice. Yep. Just like that. Just Hyped. Just like that. Um, Rain number four is coming out. It's a Joe Hill comic. It's a, a no, no, like novella or short story he wrote that is now being adapted adapted into a comic. I kind of dig it. Uh, so hmm. just wanted to like give it. a shout out to that. Yeah, I did. Cool. I did. And it, oh, <gasps> there it is. Hooray! Yay! Finally, Suicide Squad Blaze number two is coming out. I literally last week looked this up because I was like, "Where, where the, is this book? Where the hell is this book at, guys?" Yeah. It was coming out this week instead. Uh, if you heard me talk about the first issue of this, I freaking loved this book. Absolutely loved this book. Written by Simon Spurrier with art by Aaron Campbell. Yeah, this was a team I loved when they did Hellblazer. And I know Spurrier also worked with Mateo Bagara on Hellblazer, but not as many issues. I loved Campbell's art on that book. I love it on this book. I really, really enjoyed the story where it's going. Uh, it is a black label book. It is oversized, um, and it's going to be forty-eight pages. So, if you're looking for something a little different, trust me, this this might be worth your attention. Um, yeah. But you're going to need to get pick up that first issue, right? Uh, for sure. Uh, and I think that's kind of it for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, um, you know, if they didn't botch Batman Damned, I feel like Black Label would have been a huge success because mm-hmm. right now, every Black Label book that you buy, which is, well, bye-bye, but like, because I'm going, but like, yeah, thank you. They, um, I never have to put them on a pre-order list. I know. Well, like even in on this site that we're looking at, yeah to like tell you about what's coming out that book is pretty far down yeah because like, yeah, it ain't in uh alphabetical order it's not alphabetical order it's just in like i guess what order we're... who of who cares i yeah, guess or probably people who have like favorited certain things or yeah. put them on their pull list and oh, that, that book is pretty far down there yeah. um and so i was like ah it's a shame um yeah i would love to know it's, actually why it's really well written yeah it's a really fun story it's not your standard suicide squad story either like mm. that's what I think is so interesting about it is like, it's so, you know, you, because of the movies, because of other stories that have come out for Suicide Squad, like you have this idea in your head about what a Suicide Squad story will be. Yeah. And it's not quite what this is. It's, it's no. a different take on it. No. Um, and I really like it. It's, it's, it's a little darker. Oh, sure. Saying a lot. But not to be confused <laughs> with the Suicide Squad dark book you'll never see from right. the DC bracket, yeah. which uh, does look like a fun idea because Batman vampires leading the team. Of course. Love it. Was, yeah. Except it's from the Dark Multiverse, so it can't be that bat- at Batman because he's from Elseworlds. He's from the multiverse. Yeah, it's got to be a different version. Got to be a different version. Yeah. But yeah. Oh, they just forgot. Whoops. Oh, we have a great question. Fantastic <laughs> question, honestly. And I'm very happy that you asked it because maybe we can, maybe we can shine a light on it. It's from Jeff Thorne. Uh, Thorne Identity. What is the deal with Jeff John's finger guns? Um, this is a holdover for many years. I think from the very beginning, whatever first issue we did of Jeff John's uh, <laughs> that he wrote uh, from our... Uh, mother show back issues uh we talked about a jeff john's book and for whatever reason uh, because of course the premise of the show is that i explain a comic to two people who have no context for it at least that was the beginning uh, of the show um they, they don't know who these people are these 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 writers these artists they don't their names you know so you know when you hear a name you know you hear len ween you're like oh you know creator of the hulk yeah well not yeah yeah wolverine really but uh in any case not the hulk wolverine Wolverine appeared in the Hulk anyway but like you hear a name and you're like yeah I know that character but uh with with Jeff Johns 
all that the couch could hear mm-hmm. like jeff john it sounds like a fake name that uh is ascribed to like an ambulance chasing lawyer <laughs> yes you know like if you if you got hit in an r if you, if you would hurt by anything like a doctor a fall a do- uh you know an accident a fall doctor hospital you may be entitled to a low ca- to it to a high cash settlement just call jeff johns you know and jeff johns is a go and, and the, the character we created on the couch jeff johns was a uh was a go-getting ambulance chasing lawyer who's like, yo, you got a problem? Call Jeff Johns. I got you. And uh, that's what it was. It was just Jeff Johns. Hey. And then it's like, oh, no, actually, he's not that no. at all. <laughs> but uh, that's where that's where the Jeff Johns comes from. And every time, and we used to do it a lot. Like, every time his name would come up, you'd be like, Jeff Johns. But uh, over time. It just kept coming up. And I'm like, I can't. I can't not. Someone, just one of us has to do it. Someone does it. So and then someone every once in a while, it. I'll cut to it and be like, hey. You know, or like, yeah, but uh, it's so rare. Uh, yeah, Dex Baker, thanks a lot. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, that's that's where Jeff Johns came from. Yes. Or at least our version of Jeff Johns. Um, the multiversal Jeff Johns. This is a Jeff Johns who didn't fancy himself a creative in any, of any kind. Uh, is he in the dark multiverse? Yeah, he's a dark multiverse. <laughs> Jeff Johns. Jeff Johns, the dark multiverse, <laughs> is just, a, is just a, like, he's a Jacobian Myers or uh, whatever. Whatever word you want to use, whatever, whatever your ambulance chasing, uh, be uh, local, local uh, cowboy hat wearing lawyer on TV would wear. But yeah, Jeff Johns. I, by the way, there's a book I forgot I wanted to mention oh. um, just because I know we have um, some big fans of like Sandman stuff and like they want to get more of that. You know that Sandman universe black label imprint that they put out instead of Vertigo? <laughs> yeah. Um, there's a new story starting up uh, called The Same Man Universe, Nightmare Country. It's written by James Tynan IV. Yes. With art the... by Lissandro Estheran. Estheran. Um, this is about the Corinthian. So if you've read Same Man, you know who the Corinthian is. And so if you want to know like, more of the Corinthian, um, then this might be the book for you. Written yeah. by Tynan. So it's, it's going to have some teeth. It's going to have... <laughs> well, <and> he loves... <laughs> Sandman, you got my pun. Yeah, <laughs> no, he does. He does um, love Sandman as well. Um, so yeah, I just want to give a shout out to that. I forgot that that was coming out. We'll see. Are you hyped? I'm not. I'm not hyped. If Cy Spurrier was going to write a Sandman book, would you be? Hyped? No. Here's the thing. No, no. Here's the thing. Because it's like I. Because you like both those authors. I do. No, I do. I absolutely do. I guess it's just like they haven't they haven't written much that i was like wow from the same universe in a while no you know since gaiman yes Um, (laughs) it's literally the last time you enjoyed sandman was when it was written by its originator yeah it's not true aaron does a good um death standard uh high cost of living who aaron oh yeah jason aaron yeah wait no it's not aaron was it no i was thinking botchlo does the art for that yes never mind ignore me ignore me i need to i need to go have my dinner yes now. let's do it thanks a lot for hanging out with us everybody we really appreciate your support thank you to our super chatters for sponsoring your show and of course don't forget to pre-order your books we'll see you guys next week with an all new episode of off the rack don't forget to subscribe and check out tiffany on twitch.tv slash comic pop we'll see you guys next time i'm sal i'm tiffany so long bye